to the PFF NFL Daily. That's right, we're back. Damn it, Steve here. Breaking down all of the news and action, so we appreciate you guys coming back. Today, it's all about training camp hype. You know we love the training camp hype over here, Sam. So let's buy or sell some of the training camp hype that we're hearing. We'll both name a couple players, and you know we'll talk about whether or not we're buying or selling. So give me a name. Who's getting the hype, and are you buying into it? Well, I think the biggest amount of hype throughout the entire NFL has got to be Romeo Dubs, the wide receiver taken in the fourth round, right, by the Green Bay Packers, their second rookie. Obviously, Christian Watson uh, was the guy that was getting all the hype uh, before the draft with the giant frame, the incredible 40 time. But once we actually got to training camp, Romeo Dubs from Nevada has been the guy getting all kinds of hype. What do you think about this one? I'm buying into it. I I thought he was a solid college player. And by the way, I just want to say the Packers strategy historically to double up on positions of need. They did this at receiver a couple of years ago. That's how they found Marquez Valdez scaling. They did it at corner the year. They drafted Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson. Now they're, they drafted Christian Watson and Romeo dubs, as you mentioned, and maybe the fourth rounder dubs is going to be the better player. It's really early, but I love that as a strategy. It seems like it's going to pay off once again for the Packers. I'm buying dubs. I don't know if he's going to be number one or anything, but it looks like he's going to be at least a very good receiver this season for the Packers. Yeah, I'm buying as well. And look, I really like the strategy, not just of doubling up, but I think they're very different types of wide receiver. Like Christian uh, Watson is the guy with the incredible height and weight and speed, but ran a very kind of rudimentary route tree. Romeo Dubs has got much more of a broad skill set. He showed that in college, and he might have the inside track to make an early impact. Yeah, so I think uh, I think Dubs is pretty good. Another receiver that's getting a ton of hype is Brandon Ayuk over in 49ers camp. It's the you know the Trey Lance connection with him. Even when the backups are in there, Ayuk is making plays. Uh, the length and athleticism. Remember, he was in the doghouse last year at this time, and it looked like he was going to be the next big addition as a breakout player with Debo Samuel, with George Kittle, maybe this is the year where Ayuk puts it all together and the Niners are all the more dangerous when it comes to the playmakers they can put on the field. I'm kind of on the fence with this one because I, Brandon Ayuk is exactly the kind of receiver that would look amazing in training camp. The guy is incredibly athletic. He's got an insane skill set, um, but he's always had that. And that wasn't what kept him sort of buried in the doghouse in regular season before. So that's the thing that needs to change or, or not come up again is he needs to stay on Kyle Shanahan's good side. And if that happens, he's obviously got the skill set to be a really impactful player for them. So yeah, I would expect him to look great in training camp, but I'm not quite buying that that's transformed uh, Brandon Ayuk based, you know, relative to what we've seen before. By the way, I'm buying it just because there, he, he did look bad in training camp and in practice, right? He was in the 49ers doghouse. So clearly there's some kind of improvement there. So you know me, I'm always on the positive side here, Sam. So I'm going to buy the IU hype as well. Yeah, buying all the hype. Who else Who else is uh, getting hype in your world here? Uh, your guy, Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle for the New England Patriots, year two breakout candidate in a lot of places. So obviously you're going to be buying that one as well. Oh, yeah, of course I'm buying. He was our top interior defensive lineman in the 2021 class. You know, played about 600 snaps last year, was a little up and down, but showed uh, – Some glimpses, some glimpses of what he was able to do. And he was just another one of those incredible Alabama interior defensive linemen who could play the run, disrupt in the backfield. Sounds like he's really disrupting Patriots camp. So, yes, of course I'm buying the year two breakout for Christian Barmore. 
Yeah, I, I think I would buy that as well. I thought he looked pretty good as a rookie anyway. Um, you know, it wasn't like he, he struggled badly and he needs a giant step forward year two. I think if he takes a big step forward in year two, he'll be one of the best interior linemen in the NFL. So I, I think it's definitely possible he had that skill set. I think he was overlooked a lot of draft time in what was a weak interior class. But yeah, I, I will definitely buy that. Um, the, they're all wide receivers. Obviously, Christian Barmore isn't, but the, all the guys getting the, the most hype this training camp are wide receivers, by and large. Uh, just real quick, who are some receivers historically? Because before I buy everything, where do we throw the cold water on former receivers getting training camp hype? Is this like the annual Dante Moncrief always looks good? Yeah. Uh, Brian Edwards was the one who was tearing up Raiders camp a few years ago. So... Should we not buy in to all of the receiving hype that we've heard? I mean, depending on the, you know, the, the videos that you're curating on your Twitter feed, I've seen a Kevin White spectacular catch. Actually, not so much a spectacular catch, but a catch. The Kevin White well, sighting. Um, I think Nikhil Harry has made a play that showed up somewhere in the, the, you know, the Twitter feed. So, you know, depending on where you're looking, you can find hype for a lot of these guys because generally speaking, training camp is – you know, not as padded, not as hard hitting as real games. The wide receivers are the guys that get all the advantages, and those are the guys that are going to show up. Well, let's discuss some of those receivers too. Sky Moore with the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you're you've been all in on Sky Moore, and then George Pickens, two guys that you really liked. Uh, Pickens is another guy, kind of like Ayuk. Like, wouldn't his skill set directly translate to, to practice hype? You know, making catches in one on ones and body control and all that fun stuff. Sky Moore, by all reports, looks quick, looks fast. Uh, you know, they get the end around where he's creating a big play. So it looks like they're really going to incorporate Sky Moore into that Chiefs offense. Yeah, I, I, I'm buying both of these. Um, I think there's a big opportunity available for both guys in terms of playing time, in terms of opportunity within the offense once we get to the regular season. Sky Moore, we talked about in the big podcast, he's got a chance to be their number one receiver or, you know, at very minimum, the number two in that offense. And George Pickens, all right, now they've got Deontay Johnson under contract and extended. That sort of number one option has disappeared. Um, but while Johnson wasn't there, George Pickens had a ton of refs in training camp, and he's been able to accelerate his development and maybe has a chance to be you know, a big starter for them in year one. I think both those guys have got the skills and got the talent to make an impact as a rookie. I'll buy, I'll buy George Pickens as a – his hype and his ability for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think he's going to eat into Chase Claypool snaps. I think that's how he gets out there. I think I will sell Sky Moore's production, not him as a player. I think he's a very good player. I, I think the other receivers are just going to get the first crack over, over Sky Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nicole Hardman. I, you know, of course, Travis Kelsey's already there at tight end. And uh, I, I just think the Chiefs, it's going to be a little bit harder to get all those targets uh, if you're Sky Moore. So from a production standpoint, I think some of the other guys will get the hype. Let's talk QBs then. It is tough to get quarterback hype out of nowhere, right? But Tua, Tua dropped a rainbow that I retweeted earlier, a rainbow into Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. It was a great-looking deep ball. Just enough for, for Tua to take that big leap here in year three. Mm, I mean, I'm not buying... Yeah, he should be better this year, aside from anything else. Like, everything is better around him. The offensive line should be better. He's got wide receivers that are better. Uh, the Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle thing, the offensive system should be better. Everything around Tua should be better. Therefore, Tua should be better. Um, but I'm selling the idea that, you know, some nice passes in training camp mean Tua's great now. 
uh, and remember, like Tua's got a he's got a really unfortunate situation. One, because he hasn't yet had any kind of viable situation around him. And two, because he was in a draft class where three of the top six picks were him, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert look like the two next great young quarterbacks in the league. And then there's Tua, right? So not only has he got to show that he's viable, that he's a starting quarterback at all, but his comparison in terms of draft class is two guys that are already already superstars. So he's got a really tough kind of gig in terms of like reflection on where he is relative to those other guys. So I would sell any kind of training camp buzz around Tua being really good, but he should be better than he was last year. Yeah, I think it depends on expectations. I think he'll be better. I think his stats will be better. I think the Dolphins' offense will be better. At the end of the day, do we only have to compare Tua to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think he'll be at their level by the end of the season. All right, anyone else you want to mention? The uh, the hype machine here in August. Um, Ian Rappaport was just throwing all kinds of hype towards uh, Christian Darasaw, the Minnesota Vikings left tackle. Um, making one of those comparisons where you immediately have to be like, now, don't go overboard here, but the player they're comparing him to is Trent Williams. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> With that caveat, that is quite lofty praise. It is. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, Darisaw's got good size. He's got good power. He's got the quickness. So I can understand from a skill set standpoint, but from a production standpoint, long way to go to get to Trent Williams, who not only was has the highest grade we've ever given in a season for a tackle last year, but four times the highest graded tackle in the NFL. But we liked Darisaw coming out last year. And I liked him as a rookie as well. Like his grade wasn't amazing, but when you looked at, you know, a lot of the, the kind of losses, the pressures that he gave up and stuff, it's, he's visibly good, right? You know what I mean? He's, his movement is excellent. He's able to get into the right positions. Um, he's able to cut off defenders. And sometimes you're able to do that and you still get, you know, walk back just enough that it becomes pressure and it's a negative play anyway. But it's way better than like the guy you replaced who was just getting beat badly time after time and wasn't in the right position. So I, I'm selling the idea that Darisaw is the next Trent Williams, but I'm absolutely buying a year or two breakout for Darisaw and him becoming, you know, a good starting left tackle. There we go. Agree with you on Christian Darisaw. Who else is getting all the hype? Let us know in the comments on YouTube. Don't forget to tweet at us. Who's getting all the hype? It's hype time in training camp. BFF. I felt it.